You are now tuned in to The Takeover with Kristen and Christine. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's We're- lucky number seven. Seven. There you go. Episode seven, y'all. You're a real one if you've listened to one through six. You're a real one if you've listened to at least three. Ah, you're a real one if you listen to at least five. <laughs> Forget that. Three is less than half. True. But shout out to everyone who has been supporting us and who continues to support the takeover in its podcast form. Um, before we get into our actual episode, we just want to say that our prayers go out to the families of those whose lives were lost um, last night into this morning, into even right now, or were left severely injured by this domestic terrorist attack that has happened most recently in Las Vegas, Nevada. May those whose lives were lost rest in power and peace. And may all those who are affected find some solace. And may the United States of America decide to have stricter gun laws. Yeah. Policy change in America as well as prayers. All right, y'all. You already know what we start our episodes with. But if you don't, we'll remind you. It's called The Takeover. Of course. So we actually didn't do this takeover during this past week. We did this takeover a couple of weeks ago. I think it was like two weeks ago. But nonetheless, it's important that we share it this week because... Because it was the Soul Kings premiere. And the Soul Kings is a show about sneaker enthusiasts that are going through various different changes and stages of their lives. And there's they record in Brooklyn. So it's staged in Brooklyn. And it's just like following these lives of people that have like different passions. And mm-hmm. um, it's all under the guise of sneakerhead culture. So, yeah. There was, there was the, the main, one of the main characters is the guy who I think he's lost his job or quit his job and opens up his own sneaker store. And so he's trying to, you know, put together his squad that's going to run the store alongside him, who's going to work in the store. So we see his application process and his interview process for people who are going to work in the store. You Mm -hmm. also have his brother, who is one of those quote-unquote sneakerheads, him and his Mm -hmm. best friend, and they flip sneakers. You know, they buy the hottest sneaker out, and then they flip it for, like, double the money. You also have the guy who you wouldn't think is a sneakerhead who ends up tricking everybody. Mm-hmm. And you even have the one of the main characters, the only main character that's a female, Miss um, Kayla Sutherland, I believe her real mm-hmm. name is, but she plays Sasha in the show. She actually um, plays Sasha, who is a young woman who likes sneakers, I guess, but she's more so wants to design her own sneakers. And so you see all these people interact with each other as well as extra characters, whether it be the girlfriends or boyfriends of these main characters. And it's just a great treat. So this actually premiered today, October 2nd. So if you're watching this, it had just came out yesterday um, at 1230. And the screening was on September 19th. And we were so fortunate enough to be press. Did it come out yesterday or today? Well, if we're putting this out tomorrow. Oh. (laughs) Yikes, I'm slow. But yeah, Christine is correct. Monday, October 2nd, 7, no, 12.30 p.m. And um, yeah, you can find it on YouTube under Brick TV, um, which is like the the overarching platform for their show to be broadcasted. And the episodes are like 10 minutes long, which is like perfect timing for me because i have no time to be watching shows i don't like hour and a half anymore uh yeah so like perfect for my attention span per- perfect for my the things that are on my plate 
Um, and great storyline, great, um, just a great quality of show. And the editing was phenomenal. The editing is phenomenal. The because, songs keep you jigging. Yeah, the songs are on point. The editing was phenomenal. Even just the camera that was used to shot to shoot. Mm-hmm. Well, the camera that was used to shoot was phenomenal as well. And we were so fortunate enough to not only be able to go to the screening, but we also got to go to one of the days that they taped. Oh, yeah. That was uh, a while ago. That was in the beginning of the summer. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. And it was just a good vibes all around at the launch screening that happened on the 19th of September. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to meet and interview all five of the the main characters. Yeah. Um, the main actors. Should we and tell them a little bit about the characters? Sure. Um, so, yeah, we mentioned that they're all sneaker enthusiasts and they're all navigating through New York, um, specifically Brooklyn right now. Um, the five main characters, um, I'll say their, I'll say their character names. Should I say their real names? Sure. All right. Um, what if I can't pronounce them? <laughs> So then you won't. No, I won't. Yeah, because I'm not trying to butcher nobody's name. Okay. Yeah, they, they, Christine just told me. Yeah, I don't try to. I don't say nobody's name. <laughs> if I, if I'm about to butcher it. Okay, so Larceny, who is he's an OG from Brooklyn. Um, he was around when Best Eye was do or die. Like now, Best Eye is like you could go there for your cup of tea, do and, or die, and gentrify. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's not even do or die no more. Honestly, I'm not scared anymore. But anyways, um, he comes home from prison and he doesn't recognize this formerly do or die bed So that's like a, a journey for him, which is so funny because it's like our journey. It's that we didn't come from jail. Um, we we came from Amherst. But I plead the <laughs> But literally just being able to get into get back into Brooklyn and try to reacquaint ourselves with you know, the city at large and with events and activities that we want to be a part of with work, et cetera. So that's like a nice commonality we have with Larceny, the character. There's F dot who is a hype beast. He loves sneakers. Um, sometimes to a fault, you should see the first episode because once again, it's like, that's, he's the shocker. He's the, um, I forgot what they call this. Uh, I'm missing the word, whatever. But then there's also Cisco, who is a sneaker enthusiast? Obviously, um, he does anything to cop the limited editions, even if it means like not paying the rent. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So keep looking out for him. And then Sasha, who Christine was talking about earlier, who wants to design sneakers and is the only female character, um, female lead uh, of the show. And Trey, I think that's the last of five. And he collects sneakers. He's on a quest to find his quote unquote grails. And yeah, he's he's cutthroat. He has his best friend that, you know, he has to keep his girl happy. She also is um in the first episode as well, his girlfriend. So and I think she's a phenomenal actor. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you wanna watch Soul Kings like we will be then head over to Brick TV's YouTube and or you if you have the television platform there also I forget what channel it is on Optimum but you can look up Brick TV and it has its own network channel on television. I think what's also great was that not only did we get to interview the main actors but we also got to interview some of the extras mm-hmm. including DJ Relly Rel. <laughs> <laughs> so did I do that good? <laughs> So Relly um is like big bro. 
um, by now. If you don't know, DJ Relly Rel has been on Hot 97, also Hot 93.7. Most recently, he's been Designer's Tour DJ. He's produced for a plethora of people. Kalani, Wale. Fabulous. Slaughterhouse. Tons of people. Yeah. Um, on top of that, he does his, he curates his own college tour. He's been in places like Pomona, UNH, Amherst College, Smith College. Mount Holyoke. He's all around. Um, and now he's an actor. Yeah, he's popping. So we were there the day when he was able to, you know, audition. Not necessarily audition, but given his little, you know, five, ten minute presentation as part of the soul kings premiere and we can say to you all that he made the cut so you'll see dj really Rell on the screen True. if you go and watch the show he was mad funny but yeah i think what was great about having to take over there was it was our first time doing press at something and we were basically it was like only three different people three different groups doing press that day mm-hmm. Uh, and we were the only people that were doing a podcast. So it was really interesting. We were the youngest people too. And it was so great to get all this positive feedback and people were like, oh, we'll listen and we'll follow back. And they actually listened and they actually followed back. So thank you everyone who was a part of the Soul Kings TV family, including the director, Mr. Michael Pinkney, also known as Boogie. Yeah. Uh, he's told us that anything that the takeover needs, we can keep in touch with him. So I was like, oh, if you ever need a podcasting duo as extras for a show, <laughs> then let us know. That's us. <laughs> but yes, y'all. Um, I think we should get into the black light for today. Black light. Um, our black light for today is Sarita Gates. I actually got the opportunity to have a great conversation with her. Um, she does literally everything. I feel like she's just like a renaissance woman. She has a podcast called Everybody Eats. She has this digital archives called Gates Preserves. She has this competition, which is like so dope to me. It's called Yo Stay Hungry and a bunch of other stuff. But um, it's also, it's just all her work is like very centered around um, preserving the culture, black culture specifically, um, culture of um, New York City, black culture in New York City, as well as like the culinary, um, the culinary arts. So all of these hip hop, and rap songs have these like crazy amazing um what do you call them double entendres and triple entendres and a lot of them center around food so she does like magnificent work around it and I just feel like not to downplay my own self but just like having that idea and being like oh okay these things merge like would I be able to create that many things around it and have them all be unique and very just like distinctive bodies of work and just like really phenomenal um in in their in their respective forms. So yeah, she's definitely somebody I look up to. Um I wanna be respectful of this respectful of the time that she gave me. So I'll just say like my favorite part of speaking to her and the, my favorite advice um that she gave me was just like you may be working on a bunch of things at the same time, but you have to work in waves and cycles, which I needed because I'm like, how do I balance everything? Like I work, I, you know, help out around home at home. I we had the podcast, we have like um other individual projects. We are just like the 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 time is stretched, okay, y'all. So me and Christine literally text every single day, like just and 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 
it's about money moves okay no, like <laughs> making moves so you have to have separate chats and separate platforms word. in order to keep everything straight right like it's that's crazy. how busy it is right and so for her to say you know you got to work in cycles or like i asked her how do you do it all and she's like yeah just work in cycles i try to figure out what what am i feeling in this moment like what will be the first three months of the year what will be the first the last three months you know like of the year so she works in ways and then she also said like not to be too strict about it too because you're in a creative space so in case you have this like amazing idea you don't want to be like oh well i'm only working on this right now so i'll wait till the end of the year when those those creative juices might not be flowing anymore so she provided like a great framework for how she how she like maneuvers maneuvers through each and every one of her projects cool 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 she sounds dope i should probably add her podcast i think you would really like her do you think she'd like me i think she'd like you i feel like y'all have the same aura like just based off what i've um what i've gotten over (laughs) she's like que bueno but yeah (laughs) just of what what i got from the call like she's very warm she's hilarious um I was like laughing at her little side things Banters. that she, her side banters because she was like she was on the phone in the car while like while talking to me so I could hear her say stuff about people in the streets and it was hilarious <laughs> I'm like I'm like that's Christine <laughs> but yeah yes 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 all right y'all up next is new music new music so we have two new musics for you two new musics. <laughs> Oh, but considering we have two new musics, we're doing that because, listen, y'all, sometimes these phones, these technological devices mm, don't want don't us work. to be great, they don't okay? Want me to be great. So, we weren't able to share it with you all on our social media just yet. We're going to try and get it up to you all eventually. But if we don't, we're definitely going to share it on our Twitter page and Facebook pages, both of these. So, the first one is... A couple weeks ago, we had said, we had put out a request, I think, for like different playlists. Like, if people wanted to hear a playlist, what would you want? What kind of playlist would you want? Because if you don't know, now you know, the takeover first started as a college radio show. So, majority of our show, actually, when we were in the college format, was music. And then we would talk in between like different sets. So, we have a set of like three to five different um, songs, and we play snippets of them and then talk about the overarching theme. So whether it was like love and black love or whether it was black mothers or whether it was sampling, you know, we were able to create playlists, unique playlists that brought together black music, music from the diaspora that shared those themes. And we want to be able to, you know, bring music to you all, even though we're in a almost purely talk form right now as a podcast and so the way that we're going to try and do that for you all is through a spotify so we actually have a spotify it is called the takeover i will share it with you all on the social media webs but for now um we'll talk to you about the person who actually put up the first suggestion for a, a playlist and that was miss Sharnice charmant so shout outs to Sharnice. she's actually an alum of the illustrious smith college okay. um and guess what y'all she is currently at harvard university where she's doing her post-bac medical yes. studies so shout outs to her she's amazing she's an artist she's a creative she loves to dance she choreographs dances. She teaches dance. She's a part of an Afrobeats collective in Boston already. 
Um, but she was celebrating, I believe it was her 23rd birthday. And so she had a soca sip, soca sip and a dancing sip, if you want to call it. So she said, I would love if you all could make me like a so, uh, she had originally said, uh, dance hall playlist. So then I was like, okay, I got time today. For some reason I had a whole bunch of time that day. So I was like, okay, let me, (laughs) let me curate, you know? And so I did. And then she had said, actually, I don't want it to be purely dancehall and reggae. I want it to be mostly soca. And so, you know, I went and she said, so I'm turning 23. So I want a song, at least one song for every year that I've been born. So I was like, dang, that's a challenge because I just know songs by like the first names or like the melodies and things like that. So how am I going to effectively put together a playlist that, you know, covers the span of a 23 year old's life? So shout outs to Soko Gold <laughs> because it makes an album every single year. And so basically I went to each Soko Gold album and pulled out one or two songs that I knew were popping. And I made sure that to have a diverse um, artist list because, you know, at this rate, you could have a song from Destra from every single year or you could have a Sorry. song from Denise Belfon from every single year or Peter I Ram. love her. Wait, is that the one that sings? Um, Oh, my God. She's like. She's kind of old. Denise Belfon. Um, what's stick it, stick it, stick it? That one. Uh, tuna, 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 tuna. No, that's another song. Lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she sings this. Let me see if it's gonna play. Stick it, stick it. That's all I remember from the song. Stick it, stick, <laughs> stick it. it, stick it. But yeah, she um, she's dope. And so I put together this playlist for her so I can share the link to it. It's a public playlist. It has four. It actually, so she's 23, but I just had to be extra. And I so I put 46 different songs on it. Wow, wow, wow. Um, and she absolutely loved it. She used it for her soca dance and sip. So that was great. Uh, if you're a soca lover, then by all means, pick up this playlist. And then the next song is... Mapped out by No Coast. And so um, that's the one that I actually try to put on New Music for New Music Monday. But you see, um, Christine, wow, usually, Christine usually handles this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so I wanted to try my hand at it because I'm like, you know, I should, you know, you should know all the inner workings, even if you cannot, or if you, even if you do not do them all the time. Like, it's, it's important to know how things work. work. And so I'm like, okay, I got this. I got this. It's going to take me a little longer or whatever, but I know I could do it. So I follow all the directions Christine gave me. I'm like, I have a little problem here. I, I text it. I have a little problem there. I text it. Internet slow, text it. But um, I get to the last step. No, the second to last step. The it's last step being posting. Downloading. Yeah. Downloading and posting. That's mm-hmm. really it. I got the whole video. Everything is aligned. I got the, you know, I, I felt like a producer or whatever. I got the little. Um, she got the transitions. I got the transition, the fade in, fade out. <laughs> I thought I was lit. And then all of a sudden, this thing over here I talk about, it's failed. Like failed, won't won't send over airdrop. Failed, not sending in text message. Failed, not won't sending in video. Yeah. Won't save video to my phone. So I was just like, listen, I tried. I'm sorry, y'all. Yet another Monday. No music Monday. It's my fault. I apologize, but no coast. Just know that we love y'all and we are looking out and we hear y'all. We see y'all. Y'all are working mm-hmm. in addition to doing all that crazy stuff that, you know, Amherst have you doing just to, you know, get an education. Just so, to get by. Just to get you know, by. so, um, shout out to y'all. Yeah. So if you don't know what no coast or who no coast is, oh, I'm, I'm crazy. I'm talking <laughs> directly to them. Yeah. Talking about no, coast. no coast is a music 
it's an art collective, if I'm getting it right, consists of producers, it consists of, you know, artists, both uh, musicians, rappers, singers, you know, they have a little bit of everything, spoken word artists, and they come together and create dope music and dope art together. Mm-hmm. Um, no Coast, I think it's also very fitting just because Amherst College has people from all coasts, but they call themselves No Coast. Um sort of because they could rep the West, the East, the Midwest, the South. You know, they have people from all over the country and the world represented in their group. They also are kind of like, to me, they're like the mini notable alumni. So, <laughs> Grandpa Boykins and Sir Drew, if you're listening, I know y'all was waiting to make a collab between Notable Alumni, which was like the first little art collective over in Amherst College and No Coast, but y'all need to do it sooner or later because... Soon there'll be alumni too, you know. Some of them are about to graduate this coming year. Um, nonetheless, No Coast is absolutely amazing. And the three people who rap on the song are Isaiah, also known as Zay Light, uh Gregory Clark, also Ezra. known as You can't Ezra be giving Waters. out their they real names, you gotta give out their artist names, girl. And Amal Buford, also known as Mall Towns. <laughs> Listen. Y'all are the little kids. I will call you by your true names oh, nah. and your artist name. And I think it was produced, if I'm by, by Isaiah Zay. Zay. And there was also one more. I think um, somebody else also You're worked right. on it. Yes, Warren Timothy. Produced by Warren Timothy and Zay. Oh. Shout outs to No Coast. You guys are dope. We really enjoyed this song. We can't wait to hear more. Mm-hmm. And we'll see y'all soon on the 21st First. homecoming weekend. Yeah. Thanks for, you know, booking studios and, you know, you know ph- finna photographing do a us behind and, the scenes you know, with y'all. You know. you know what I'm saying? Some projects finna drop. Some okay. no coast takeover projects Collab. will soon there you go. drop. I'm not a rapper, though. <laughs> All right. And so- wait, speaking of, are you a rapper? Kristen, this is off topic, but I must include this here. What did you think about the four? Because it's new music. What did you think about the four the blank challenges? Oh, um, the first one I heard, like really heard that was crazy was Erica Badu's. And I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then Michael Blackson hopped out of nowhere. <laughs> I was like, what? In the Heavenly Father. Did you see that? <laughs> Erica Badu and um and Michael, Michael Blackson, Blackson do the four the blank ch- Yo, I was like, I cannot handle it. I sent to Darius, one of my friends, immediately. Like, <laughs> oh, no. And then who else did it? Cardi B did it, I think. Did you see the original original? I saw the original about a long time ago. I think I sent it to you. Okay, and that was that a long time. Yeah, I have no idea, but it was a long, long time ago. ago. And I'm like, oh, what is it happening? It was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I've I was, been sent that. And I haven't seen the original since this thing became yeah, like popping. Which makes me feel like all them things, like, shout out to the challenges, because it be, give, it be giving the black, community the people of color community hope just, during dark yeah. times you know be making together. you laugh you know but i also don't like when you know we do all of these challenges like because my best friend finna she finna oh go best friend that's my best friend that's my best friend you know and then we yes. get produced tracks or we get like multiple people you know constantly you know using these tracks but then we don't give credit where credit is due and so we 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 get hype when you know we see our favorite artists and our favorite celebrities you know getting on a challenge because we're like oh like they're letting it loose they're letting it all hang out by you know joining in something that us quote-unquote commoners do Mm -hmm. um but yet we're not giving credit where credit is due 
or even like that even that background instrumental like i'm pretty sure the girl that did it in the car with her friend that was the original she's not getting no type of money off of that production uh I think it would be nice. You know how they have um, now Instagram or like social media is encouraging people. Like I think you could get in trouble for not doing it or some type of repercussion. But if you you have to say that it's an ad, and oh, I feel yeah, like it yeah. would be really uplifting. Not to say that black social media has not been uplifting because we're talking about people making businesses out of this type of stuff, like online boutiques and promoing um, different people, different vendors. Like they make money off of social media. Mm-hmm. Not 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 only to mention like. Um, hashtags and all the things that it has done for creating spreading awareness so I think that it has done a phenomenal job but one way that we could be a little bit more uplifting is making sure we be like oh instead of saying um, the instead of putting the hashtag ad for something that we're mm-hmm. we're like char- um, we are encouraged to do for advertisements that we put on social media but also put um, also put like oh was created by this person or inspired by this person or something of the sort that gives them credit like based on or that way to that way there's always a loop you know what i'm saying right. there's that feedback loop where it's like okay so maybe i could get my checks off of this right. original like the og like. especially when they turn out big like trey songs making a song that had the my best friend finna yeah. stuff in it like she could have she, she could have her cut like points you know uh, I really loved when somebody did, I was thinking of doing the for the degree challenge and then like a couple hours later I saw someone do for the degree. That was cute. And I was like, dang, that's my life. did it. Uh, I saw for the people. Oh yeah, that one was so For the people was, was It's a little really girl good. that did it. And the guy that did it too. And he, there was another one like for the, for the fit, some girl like that's like a fitness model. She was like, oh, let me do for the fit. Like I get fit. I like for the outfit, for the fitness. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, yeah. I'm like, I was literally in my mind, like, counting the syllables yeah. for it. Because I'm like, fit, P, D, <laughs> and then, yeah, people. Because when, when she said, whatever, whatever for my people. Mm. And I'm like, this sounds a little bit off, but it's off. because it's two syllables. Mm. Got it. Did you see uh, Kiki Palmer and Tigers? Nope. They did it together? They did it together. Mm. Mm. Tiger. Yeah, that's another thing. I, I was like, okay, so all these duos and trios that's doing it together, but y'all know y'all don't be around each other like that. If they do, that's, I don't know. I think that's strange to me. Mm. But it was dope. I, th- I guess we could consider all of that new music, you know. Shout outs to the culture for always taking something from one place <laughs> and putting it all over and the place. And expanding it. Like, there literally, I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on Twitter. I saw it on Snapchat. So I saw it. On Instagram, saw it in my DMs. I saw it in the inst- <laughs> in the iMessages. It was all over in the group me's. So yeah, hashtag for the blank challenge. You did well. You done good. You done good. And now we move on to Black Girl Lit, and the lit is for literature. That's the nicest way I've said it. It's Black Girl Lit, y'all, and the lit is for literature. <laughs> <laughs> so this um, selection I have here today. Is not from a black artist or creative or author, any of the sort. Um, it's not even from a book. But I had said earlier in the trailer, um, if you haven't heard the trailer, you should go back and listen to it because it's a, a brief synopsis on all our se- all of our segments and our story of how we became a podcast. But yeah, so I'm deci- I decided not to do it from all the time from books, um, just so, you know, switch it up or whatever. And I found this quote on Twitter. 
it says, um, it's by a, a guy named Chris Hayes. And it says, power is all about who gets forgiven, who gets fresh starts. And I just thought that was so deep. And I was like, maybe I'm being fake deep, but I just feel like I think of power in the sense of like heteronormativity or whiteness or being cisgender, wealthy, male, property owning, property owning. But I never think of it in terms of like forgiveness. And I feel like that's such a powerful way to consider, <laughs> such a powerful way to consider power. It's such a like insightful way to consider power because I'm thinking about like Brock was named Brock Turner, that guy that um ugh, trigger warning. Um that guy that sexually assaulted uh a woman in what school was it in California? I forgot the school, but the fact that he was able to like be forgiven and like what are the multiple ways of being forgiven? Being forgiven means to not fully even get your repercussion because society is like, "Oh, it's okay. We'll make sure that you're okay. We'll make sure that whatever you did can get your 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 plate or your slate can get wiped, wiped clean, and you could try this again. Go have another go at life again. Um, it also makes me think of um how black women specifically, because this has been on my mind, obviously because us starting the podcast, but just being able to being able to have the wiggle room to to make mistakes. And it's like I know I heard of um. Like, what's his name? They're, I'm not going to call names. But some people, like, they have the ability to, like, go in and make mistakes or waste time, really, and not have any repercussions. Or society doesn't forgive them in certain ways. And so they always have, like, the scarlet letter on their back because you make one mistake and that's it. That's We could talk about felony charges, all that type of stuff, not being able to vote because you have a... Uh, uh, um, you're considered a felon. So it's various different layers of it for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really smart to consider in a, in a way of like, who's forgiven for what? How is forgiveness actually manifested when your repercussion comes? If it does, even if it does, if it doesn't come. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And even like, yeah, when you said Chris Hayes and he's some guys, like, let me, his name sounds familiar, but he's actually like, uh, what's his name? Morning Joe from CNN he's his like mentee and he has his own show on MSNBC called um All In with Chris Hayes and he's sort of like I wouldn't call him an honorary black person because you know there's not we'll, we'll know him yet <laughs> yeah he he's pretty he's pretty lit though because my mom watches him a lot um but I think what I, I would say on the quote is it even just to relate it even more to like black women even just the, uh, of the understanding of like and this kind of relates it to another black girl that we did before. But when Angela Davis talks about, like, domestic work and, like, who's forgiven, for, forgiven if a woman has, you know, children at a young age, like, does she get forgiven when, you know, she prioritizes her children and, you know, might not have gotten her high school diploma or might not have been able to, you know, pursue higher education in the way that she would have wanted to because Society she... doesn't provide those layers of forgiveness. Well, even from the basic thing, like, she has to prioritize her children, point Mm -hmm. blank, period. Like, Mm -hmm. she's not going to let her children starve for the sake of a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she doesn't get forgiven, but yet the the man is allowed to, you know, continue his life wherever he chooses to, whether within that household or elsewhere. Um, And he's able to have a fresh start where she is now seen as you know, the person with the scarlet letter, as you said, or the person that has to carry the quote-unquote burden of 
solely taking care of her children. Um, I think that that's also a, another powerful way of looking <laughs> looking at it. Sorry. You know what I was thinking about? Because we, we always do, I got it from my mama. And mm. I always like, I literally heard my mom's voice in my head when mm. he was talking about like the, the man being able to move past or do whatever he want to do. It was like, my mom has said like, mama's baby, daddy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea is if this specifically applies to that situation. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny because, it, well, it's not funny because people literally get to walk away because there's that, it's the exactly. idea of scot-free and yeah. scot-free not only meaning like in a courtroom, mm-hmm. like you're able to walk away scot-free from all the other things because society allows you to like, yeah. for example, if we, if we see a, this was a great example that one of our professors talked about in a class one day, but it's like, if you see a woman, regardless of if she's a woman of color or not, but oftentimes it's a woman of color walking around with, you know, multiple children, whether or not they are hers or aren't hers. You're looking at her like, oh, why she can't get an actual job or why is she, you know, outside with multiple children? It's like, first of all, it is an actual job, actual job called motherhood. Um, taking care of children. Get paid for it, but. It's one of the hardest jobs to have. Um, and usually your payment comes in seeing your children do well. Um, and thank God if you're able to see that. The next thing is. But when we see a bl- when we see a man, regardless of black or white man, and they're walking around with kids that ours or aren't theirs, we're like, oh, exceptionalism! Oh my Applause. god, you're such an amazing dad! You're so you're doing. Oh, so you brought well. your child on the plane! Oh my god, like so surprised! You're out with your children. <laughs> you're doing what you're supposed to do. Wow! Oh my miraculous. god, so great! Shout out to fatherhood. You're so amazing. <laughs> Cut it out. Yeah, but if we did afford the, that <laughs> same level of like of heralding people that actually mm. take care of their children. Right. Um, if we if we heralded women doing the same, then we would be, be able to say, okay, so here's childcare. Take mm-hmm. yourself to school because without school, oftentimes you don't make a certain amount of money. So we're going to make sure that you, you and your child are taken care of. And so you don't have to all this, like the stereotypical rely on the system and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like, or okay, give you daycare or pay for your school because who else is going to pay for it now that you have another um, another life to take care of or just like various other other ways to, to balance it out so the person is not like relying on anyone else. Forget the government, relying on anyone else but themselves. Like if, if having a baby was, a mis- was considered your mistake, and that's another thing too because like we out here have people considering um, – birth mistakes so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i i guess just to like round it all out ultimately chris hayes is saying that there's a difference between equity and equality mm-hmm. and so equality is sort of like okay well i start at the zero you start at the 20 the next person starts at the 40 yards and we all have to run you know 60 yards and oh but we all got to start at the same time no because ultimately the person who's ahead of me is going to win so certain people get to start again like yeah we're gonna gonna shut the whole race down you everybody gonna start again for you because you messed up yeah whereas equity which i guess would then remove the whole idea of who is powerful and powerless would be like okay you who starts at the zero and you starts at the 20 you all can start a little bit earlier than the 40 and once you pass that 40 yard mark that at the same point as which all of you are passing the 40-yard mark, only then can the person who is at the 40-yard mark can start again. Um, 
it's it's really hard to quantify power and power who has power and who doesn't at times but it's a feeling it's something that you know when you have it and you know when you don't have it and those who do have it are sometimes mind not mindful that they have it because they've always had it my mom always says something and this would be such a great segue into um I got it from my mom but my mom always says you know some some have greatness some have to work for greatness some have greatness thrust upon them some have greatness in a silver spoon, others in gold, but some don't. And so that idea of that, like, some just have it and don't know that they have it. Like, some have greatness thrust upon them, which means, like, it's passed on in a legacy and they don't know what to do with it. And others have to fight for their greatness, which often leads leaves those people, people who are in the minority, you know, those people who aren't of, of those privileges that Kristen mentioned at the beginning of the segment. Uh, but it's, it's great to, you know, be able to take all of, glean all of that from something that's less than 120 characters. So thanks to Chris Hayes and thanks to Kristen. Shout outs. I think we done like did the, I got it from my mama segment because both of us <laughs> had something to say for my mama. You think so? I think so. Mama's baby, daddy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have anything from your mama or do you want to go straight to the gathering? We could gather this because, Lord God. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> we breathing heavy Listen, over here, man. I'm sad because I love them. You Collectively. Can love, you can love them, but she got to get it together. She does. So the she we're talking about is Tina Campbell. Um, <sighs> she can't get, she can't, I don't, she can't be invited to my Thanksgiving dinner. She has to get gathered. She can't, she, I wouldn't even invite her to my church. Consider she talking about Christian values. You can't attend St. Paul's. Yeah, and it's like, because then you, what are Christian, do you have Christian values? But anyways, um, she voted for Trump because she said she respects his Christian values, values, and didn't, and like, didn't, didn't relate to any of the candidates at the time. And so the person, the one thing that could connect her to the, 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 the connector to the person that she wanted, she, she should have voted for was Christianity. So... I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the layers here, um, because there are other identifiers that she could have, uh, connected to Hillary on. I'm sure, mm -hmm. for example, just like being a woman, because I feel like, but you, she put her Christianity and her belief in God above her womanhood. Okay, which I think she's allowed to do, but, but aligning Trump with Christian values but that's, is off. Okay, right. So that's so I that's what I'm saying. Like I can see the the layers that she made there, like the the tears that she made and she's like christianity god that's me that's number one in my life number two me number three my kids number four my husband you know whatever the, whatever the tears are for her she made them and i i guess she I clearly she put christianity at the top but christian values is love and respect for people it's kindness it's forgiveness it's it's like it's Everything not, that Trump is Trump. not, it's not you Trump. know what I'm it's saying? Not Trump. So I'm like, Trump got Trump. It's not. So Trump. I'm like, how? How did you? Uh, so his, your Christian values is telling you that him banning people from coming into the United States in search of a better future, or telling people to go back home, a home that they probably know nothing about because their parents came here in search of better lives for their children, better education, better jobs, more money, climbing a social ladder. That's that's Christian. Yeah, you're in, telling me that like. Um, would you call it 
calling people like making fun of mentally disabled people um or physically disabled people is christian or singling out people such as those who are of mexican descent and saying they're only good for x such as cleaning your hotels and yet they somewhere in their dna you've found trump because you must be a dna specialist that they are (laughs) you know just naturally going to be shooting and killing and hurting your quote-unquote people as he said before in the past right telling black people we have nothing to lose that you telling so you telling me i have nothing to lose like and and that's what that's your your source of agreement is that christianity because because we ain't got nothing to lose like in fact if i'm christian if you don't tell me i don't have nothing to lose that means i don't even have god to lose so you telling me i have nothing absolutely nothing no hope to hold on to but i'm gonna hold on to you trump clearly she was not following the the election she was mm-hmm. not following the anything leading up to the election. She was not. I just don't understand how Christian values or Christianity or the fact that he claims to be a Christian. I think that's what it is. It's not even Christianity. It's the fact that he claims to be a Christian is actually going to trump, pun intended, trump the the foolishness that he said and like the hateful things that have turned into very real repercussions for people. How that could possibly make sense to you. Yeah, I mean, once again, I don't think she's reading the same good book that I be opening, you know. But according to, you know, Galatians, you know, the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, Mm. faithfulness, Mm. gentleness, Mm. and self-control. Self-control is off the list All of these, all of these which Trump has not shown, so Mm. which love? Um, He's he's outrightly said that he hates people. Yeah. Like... You could go if you had a if you had a if you had an archive of all his tweets, control F, which means find the word hate, and I'm pretty sure you'll find it strung out in all of them. Uh joy. The man always looks upset at something. Uh peace. He wants us to go at war with absolutely everyone. And he thinks that we're gonna come out on top, which mm-hmm. I don't understand. If if you are if you are the target of everyone else, then you are not coming out alive. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just statistically like it's just common sense proven. Uh, patience. What patience? He has no patience. Yeah, that man, man is, is always Twitter to, fingers. Always Twitter, Twitter fingers, fingers ready, ready to, to like to press type. the nuclear codes type yeah. fingers. Like nobody has time for that. Yeah, kindness. I I mean, if you're no, gonna, if no. you're if you're gonna fire people every other week, um, you're not being kind to them. They have mouths to feed at the very you least. You literally are belittling large groups of Americans on a daily basis. Like, Goodness. There's nothing good about an individual who doesn't take his job seriously. He laughs at he laughs. He said he he said after a while he said he didn't think that the presidency was gonna be that hard. And then he And we're talking up. about multiple lives at stake. So clearly yeah. like what goodness do Also you have? you're one that you can't be good if you're one that only a couple weeks ago when Jamel Hill used her own personal platform in order to talk about a opinion that she had, you directed her her um her bosses to quote fire her right. from your public position as the president, the president of the like States. you should not be concerned with that also you're putting bro. one of your own citizens at risk like you're 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 making one of your citizens at large which is kind of against what the president should do i'm just wondering uh what else is there there's faithfulness you can't be faithful to something if you can't be faithful to something bigger than yourself if you if you're not even faithful faithful to your own personal family but i digress he's uh, faithful to himself yeah and his businesses 
And yeah. faithfulness, I'm sure, as it reads in the Bible, is related to, to, to God. Like, so, what have you done? Yeah, to something bigger than yourself. Mm. Uh, gentleness. He's nope. harsh. He's rough with everybody. He talks to everybody however he feels like. He has he called, no remorse. He called Kaepernick. Well, didn't you call people that were kneeling in protest? Uh, uh, SOBs. Sons of bees. Like, um, and finally, self-control, that which he lacks and has none. And I don't yeah. think he ever... Self-control is like, knows, uh, you, you could just throw that one out can. the window completely. Yeah. So, so anyways, Tina Campbell, I love you. <laughs> I literally, I help you with ratings. You know, I think I should have a word. I should have a say. Mary Mary is lit. I love it. I, I love the transparency that you guys show. I love that y'all make sure that we all know that just being Christian is not like the end all be all. And it's not, it's not your entire, it's not, it doesn't prevent you from dealing with things in your life. It's like, in fact, it helps you get through them. And so you have uplift, uplifting gospel music that I've been listening to since I was a child, but we Shackles cannot let Christianity be the only source of agreement when it comes to policy, when it comes to people's real lives, when it comes to, any of these things in the world that actually affects people like you think that you think that slave masters didn't weren't christians <laughs> they was christians too <laughs> and you were still shackled okay so like slaves were people was actually like brought across the the atlantic in chains and and stacked on top of each other and those people claim to be christian so please let me know what what how 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 can you relate like you have to you have to start thinking um i believe martin luther king was a christian and so maybe you should go read some of his doctrine um his his daughter has a twitter that is her twitter fingers are crazy so maybe you should read a little bit of that um yeah i i just i don't know what to tell you i want you to turn your life around because that's cra well you, the thing is like also some things cannot be forgiven like you voted for him and so he is president right now and so you can't turn the hands of time mm -hmm. But it's people like you and ideas like yours that have created a monster like this. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, your your celebrity, your ability to be able to be so open about this also is kind of upsetting. Just because you know, there's one. My mom says all the time, like some things we just keep to ourselves. But like. The fact that you've been so open to say not the re not only that you voted for him but the reasoning behind it yikes has only mm. allowed yourself to receive a gathering such as mm. this. Don't blame it on my um, God. Nope. And I think just to close it off, what advice would we give? You know, we want to put you on the solid ground. Uh, we would really love to watch the final season of Mary Mary. <laughs> um, it's coming out very very soon. Uh, we would love to watch you and your sister make some amazing music in this final, you know, season and get it together. Um, remember that Trump has said things in his tweets and said things in the media that would directly remove you from who he's referring to as people that he respects or honors as yeah. actual citizens. So keep that in mind when, you know, what, what elections, when 2020 comes up. You have um, nothing to lose, remember? And just know that he would never really consider your opinion because your life doesn't matter to him, ultimately. Um, are you gathering her still or are you based on a solid ground? I'm, I'm giving her words of advice and, okay. and basing them based Ooh, off the gathering. These are, these are quite gathering. Um, <laughs> um, Ms. Campbell, you are... You you're you're a great person. You're you've been a part of the culture. We will not take that away from you. 
Um, but if you want to show up to Thanksgiving, we hope that you know not to break your Trumpian values with you. Yes, sis. Your and reread color, the Bible. Yeah, your color, your belief, your religion does not absolve you from consequences of your decision. Many of the times, the consequences that are imposed on others. So take that into consideration. Just like blackness doesn't absolve you from the gathering, neither does your religion. So, um, yeah. Yeah, take off them Trump shackles. They, they're not doing good for you. <laughs> so, yes. On to black women can and can't. But we will. But we will. Yeah. Lee Daniels is creating a documentary on black women in journalism. And I thought that was popping. Because mm-hmm. I even, at the beginning of the session, I'm like, who are some like bomb black women in journalism? And I feel like, I feel like a lot of people don't come to name because one, they're producing something. So they're usually behind the scenes mm-hmm. or they, if they do have a platform, they're one in many, many, many people. So it's like, am I, am I like immediately remem- remembering people? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the list that we came up with. There's Robin Roberts, uh, Brenda Blackman, Lori Stokes, Angela Yee, and then we're taking it even a step further. So these are people that you may not even think are journalism because they may not be telling the news from an actual like news source or news media outlet, but they're saying it from like talk shows and things like mm-hmm. that. We have Whoopi Goldberg, Oprah Winfrey, Wendy Williams, Monique, Cheryl Underwood, Helen Little, Karen Civil, and practically all the ladies on the real. Uh, and there's more. I, and I'm certain. Like, yeah, because that's only regional. That's yeah. literally what we're able to see out here in New York. And that's not even including the people that are like writing New York Times posts or mm-hmm. I mean, New York Times articles or mm-hmm. um, journaling and blogging. Like just mm-hmm. imagine that type of journalism. Some or of even the people who are like the producers of these shows because mm-hmm. tons of the women that are working in the production room to help put out like right. the blast or like the breaking news are often women, young black women who are in the corner like, Checking Instagram, checking Twitter to see, right. oh, this is updated and sending it over real quick, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's, I, I, I would be so just blown away by what you, what Lee Daniels could do in connecting all of these people mm-hmm. and these stories. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there's oppression in there somewhere. So dealing yeah. with that. I mean, the um, network is so small. Like thinking of just like the network of media industry giants, like we're only now seeing like tons of, like women being able to shout out each other even in the media business on like for example Ava DuVernay and mm-hmm. her relationship to Issa Rae and their relationship to Oprah and how you know we're seeing the generations of you know producers directors along with actresses finally like giving each other big ups and acknowledge acknowledgement where it's due um but we can still say that even in this line of journalism like it can only be the small I'm pretty sure some of these women have shared tons of dinners together or mm-hmm. moments together. Yeah. Um, but for it to be, for the spotlight, or in our case, at the takeover, the black light to be shown on them in a respectful way where it's only them and it's not, it's about them, not about the stories that they're telling mm-hmm. for others. Very important. Would allow us to, you know, actually appreciate them for the work that they do because ultimately they're speaking on behalf of, 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 of like whiteness which is often really weird right to have these black women having to be sitting there knowing that sometimes their niche market doesn't look like them um and being able to tell objective news while also giving their own little twist on it skilled you know (laughs) being able to be black but not too black you know being able to share themselves 
in a certain way that allows them to be the ones that we are even able to identify on this list. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what Lee Daniels does with this documentary. Yeah. It's only appropriate that, because he actually mentioned it on um, Yes Girl podcast, Essence's podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, that's like the most amazing, brilliant place to start. Because like Essence Fest, bringing together all these black women, all these black creatives. Just imagine how many black journalists are there on a regular, like what each year annually. That must be crazy. And then um, the amount of people that they deal with, the amount of people that they put on their covers, the people that are doing the work of putting people on covers, like you were saying, the behind the scenes and the production and all of that. So I'm looking forward to it. And I hope it comes out soon. And Lee Daniels, holla at your girl, okay? If you um, if you need them help, right? You know the podcast, the the takeover, and Kristen and Christine as separate people. You know we've been known to be you know a couple of assistants, so we do that very well. Um, but yes, but yes, we finna end this episode, girl. Yeah, the world is in need of. What is the world in need of this week, Kristen? I had it last week, so I'm gonna need you to. Ew. Give it to us this the week. The is in need of a Serena Williams snapback. Yes. <laughs> I saw girl. a picture of her today on, on social media. I was like, what? Shade room had In her. the world. How is this possible? I mean, I know that she's the greatest athlete alive. But how? Like, sis looked like she didn't have a belly, like, from three weeks, two weeks ago, whenever she um, delivered. Like, how is that possible? Yeah. And she was wearing, wearing yeah. something form-fitting. That's the thing that got yes. me. Yes. And, you know, a lot of women have been able to have this snapback, and I'm confused, like... Tamar Braxton had a snapback. Serena Williams has the snapback. Ciara had a snapback. I remember Tiana Taylor's snapback was a snap. Oh, that was a back. Snap. <laughs> like <laughs> She snatched everybody's edges with that snapback. Yeah. But yes, not only that, but we need a snapback like get your lives together. That's precisely <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> but I got carried away with how bomb Body. Serena Williams is. But yeah, literally just... Sometimes you got to recoup, reset. renew, reset, recharge, okay? You got to get it together. And so, Reduce, you know. Reduce, reuse, reci- no recycle. Recycle. Because <laughs> no. I don't want history repeating Yeah, itself. that's a fact. Yeah, so the world needs a snapback. Somebody needs to snap that man out of the presidency. Impeachment um, where you at. Uh, yeah, for real. Um, yeah, so get your life. Snap that back. And if not, you know. Kristen, you might need to get that dual citizenship. You might have to. Pull yeah, it for I, I, I'm gonna try to work on. I'm that. gonna need you to get that. This is crazy. But like, there's no place in the world. No, go to Guyana. But but they flood out all the time, and I'm not used to it. I mean, natural disaster versus a nuclear bomb. I just feel like <laughs> take me now, Jesus, take me now. <laughs> like honestly, but I just if, if there's one thing I could actually wish for, it's like. Let me know, guys. Send me the signs so I know whether I could spend, like, I'll blow my savings or, like... I'm crying. Or I could just, like, actually prepare for life in, in a future. Like, what is a future if if natural disasters are just, like, destroying populations of people and this man is really talking about he's finna, like... T- these two maniacs um are talking about throwing yeah. nuclear bombs way across the oceans and stuff. So, yeah, just let me know, Jesus. I, I just need to figure it out because I would love to, you know... Look fly on a regular basis and, you know, mm-hmm. buy buy and read all the books that I want. Well, speaking of all the books, you know, how was your birthday? It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I got books. 
<laughs> and with that, because Kristen doesn't want to divulge about her birthday, this has mm, been. I had a good time. That's great. Thanks. You know? With that, <laughs> we will tune out of the lucky episode number seven of The, the Takeover with, with Kristen and Christine. See you all next week. This was a chill episode. Hopefully next week will be a little bit more ton up. Ton up. This Saturday we're supposed to be going to a, a, um, a drum class. Apparently. Oh yeah, I'm excited. So we'll let you know about how that goes. Ta-ta.